Welcome to the Songwriter Connection Podcast. Our show originates in Nashville, Tennessee, Music City, USA. We connect you to the songwriters and the stories behind your favorite songs. Join us as we take a look at the craft of songwriting through the eyes of the songwriter. Now, here's your host, Dave Linehan. Hi, I'm Dave, and uh, thank you again for joining us. And wow, does time fly. It really does. You know, I started this podcast in January as, as kind of a passion for the craft of songwriting. And uh, as we've told you in the past, there are just so many great songwriters in Nashville. And my goal was to share the stories of these interesting, creative people uh, and hear the stories behind the songs they write. So, And occasionally, you know, I thought we could take a trip outside of Nashville, uh, like we did last week with hit writer and producer Morgan Matthews of Fort Worth. If you didn't get a chance to listen to last week's episode, please do. Morgan has had tremendous success. Three number one Billboard charted songs, including uh, one with Alicia Keys. Are you kidding me? So once again, I want to thank Morgan for being on the show. Uh, so, you know, it, as you may know, I'm, I'm still pretty new to uh, podcasting, but as a former radio broadcaster, I have never lost my desire to talk to interesting people. I used to always love to interview guests on my radio shows, and you combine this with my love for songwriting, and well, pretty much there you have it, <laughs> the reason why this podcast exists. But I wanted to be really specific and, and just focus on that one thing, the craft of songwriting, and that's what I think we've been able to do here in season one. And this was something that I've wanted to do for, for quite a long time, but you know, I had no clue how to go about putting a podcast together. And it wasn't until I was asked to be a guest on my friend Len Harvey Ogowski's podcast that I really started seriously considering putting together this show. So I got to thank Len Harvey and his great podcast, which is called Len's Burning Bush. He showed me the way, and I hope that you would check out Len's podcast as well. It's available everywhere that you get podcasts. Len and I used to do the radio thing in Cincinnati. He did the I did afternoon drive, and he was my traffic guy for a while, and we just had a blast. Really had a blast. So this is episode 20 now of our inaugural season, and this is going to be the last episode of season one, but you know, by no means am I going away. In fact, we're just getting started. I really feel that we are. I just want to take a little break, um, lock and rock and, <laughs> and reload, and give you a chance to catch up. If you haven't heard uh, any of the other uh, previous 19 episodes, please check them out. And then perhaps by late summer, uh, early fall, we'll be back with many more new episodes. Maybe a new cover look, maybe a new intro. Who knows? We're working on it and we're learning as we go. So I want to also thank uh, not only Lynn Harvey, but but all the great uh, folks that uh, uh, that listen to the podcast like you and who share that podcast. I really appreciate the word of mouth. And I have always believed word of mouth is the best advertising. So when you hit that like button on uh, YouTube or on the socials or you share them, uh, boy, you're really doing us a big favor. And I really appreciate that. I also want to thank a lot of the guests here in season one. You know, Billy Lee, who wrote the big Gary Allen hit, uh, The One, my brother from another mother. It was great to have him on the show. Uh, Radio Hall of Fame DJ and great songwriter Bill White. We had hit writers like Jane Bach and Wynn Varble. Jamie Harris, who is one of Americana's finest with her brand of folk and roll. I absolutely adore her and love what, she, what she's doing. Um, and then there were up-and-coming artists and uh, songwriters. People like my friends uh, Olivia Francis, Brianna Faith, and the amazing Eva Page, who is just an inspiration to all of us. There were great performers like Cousin Eddie Heinzelman and Mark Allen Barnett, who's not only a great guy, but a great coach and mentor. 
We had country music royalty, folks like Jenny Eddie Jennings, whose mom is Jessie Coulter, her dad, Dwayne Eddie, and also called Waylon Jennings, dad as well, a great songwriter, co-writer, and uh, performer as well. It's great to have her on the show. And did you check out, did you happen to see Trey Ackerman's show? Trey was fantastic. His dad was one of the original drummers on the Grand Old Opry and the drummer for Hee Haw. So he grew up around that kind of stuff. That's a great episode if you haven't checked that one out. Please do. And then there are people that I very much admire, people I enjoy working with on my own personal songwriting journey, thanks to people like Scott Barrier and Greg Wilson, the Louisville Slugger, Bill O'Hanlon, Michael Saletta, my Aussie brother, and Pamela Hopkins, too. It was a wonderful season one, and thank you for making it so. I hope you enjoyed just as much as I did, and I can't, can't wait to join you for uh, season two coming soon. Now, there's one other podcast I want to tell you about. Um, I recently came across it, and just uh, by the name of it alone, I knew I had to listen and find out what it was all about. It was called Casey on the Island. And the first thing I wanted to know was like, what island? <laughs> How do I get there? I could use some beach time. And uh, as it turns out, it's Casey Johns, who's here in Nashville, is a great performer. And I know our guest today can tell us more about it uh, because he was recently on Casey's Island. And she has a great show. So check it out. And uh, hopefully we'll get her on the Songwriter Connection podcast. I would love to do that. Maybe do hers as well. So she's very entertaining. Uh, and uh, like I say, our guest today uh, was on the show very recently. And I'm very happy to have our guest. I really am. Uh, you know, I've been in town about eight years. This month makes eight years, and I think our guest has been about the same time, but it seems like everywhere I go in town, I run into him. He's playing everywhere. He's got new songs, new singles, so many exciting things happening right now. Has played all the great songwriter venues from the Bluebird to, well, last night we caught him at the uh, Commodore Grill. We had a big uh, event last night. Our guest is Justin Love. How are you, Justin? Good to see you. Hey, Dave. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me, man. This is exciting. Thanks for making the time because I know you are busy. You work during the day and then you write and then you perform about every night. <laughs> yeah, it's either, How you perform, it? it's either, well, it's the three things I was telling, uh, you were talking about Casey, Casey Johns, good friend of mine. I was just on her podcast. Uh-huh. Great person, great performer, a little spitfire. Yeah. That's what she is. <laughs> um, but, uh, it's three things I'm either doing. I'm either performing or I'm writing or I'm out in the networking supporting somebody, doing you know, something. So. And that's really cool about you. Um, we always talk about networking on the show, but you support the other writers. And, and I've seen you play guitar for, for other writers in town yeah. that maybe don't play for themselves. Yeah. And I've also seen you pick up a mic and sing background vocals. Yeah. So you're you, not only, you know, you, you help other people and in doing so you help yourself, right? Yes, sir. I mean, I'm, I'm thankful that, you know, um, one thing that I will always be thankful for, even though as a kid I hated it, is I had to quote Bible verses. Yeah. And my parents were youth pastors, so I grew up in the church, but I had to quote Bible verses to get my allowance. So really? We just did our chores just because we had to, but getting my allowance meant I had to quote Bible verses. So, yeah. you know, at five and six years old, what I thought was just going to be something for a moment that I could get, you know, money and candy. <laughs> Ended up being a thing to fuel my brain for life and my memory, so that's why I get asked to do a lot of, you know, background backup vocals for people, playing guitar for them because I'll memorize their stuff usually. You're constantly giving. That's great. Yeah. Do you have a favorite verse? Um, Ephesians two ten would have to be my favorite verse, which simply says we are um, His workmanship. Talking about God, we are God's workmanship created in Christ to good works, mm. which He has ordained or predestined that we walk in them and i think the beautiful thing about that is we weren't meant to go through this life without any meaning 
Mm. The whole purpose is literally for good. How has songwriting given you meaning? Oh, man. Well, my experiences have been amazing. So as far as like the people that I've got to be in rooms with, the way that I get to express my story, and I guess I even call it my testimony because I am a big man of faith um, and all about you know the reason why I'm here at eight years as well, just like you, um, is all because of my faith and, and stepping out knowing that God only go as far as my faith will allow him. Mm. And, uh, you know, so, you know, whenever I think of like songwriting in that aspect, you know, I just want to, I just want to leave my mark the best way that I know how, and that God's given me the gift too. Mm. And when you have that gift, you've got to share it. I think it's important. And Absolutely. You, and you certainly do. Yeah. And, you know, you're not only a, a songwriter, but you're a great artist too. And we'll talk more about that. <laughs> um, I want to talk about some recent success. And it was just this week. Now we're, we taped this in early June and, and it starts to stream on the 29th. But uh, uh, very recently, you've got some real good news about one of my favorite favorite songs in fact let me tell you um i've seen you played a lot of places but i think it was at the bluebird that i first heard the song i wanna and i remember shouting out that's a hit (laughs) if i know it's that is one i think i remember you saying you're saying that someone recorded a, 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 a moment of it and literally as soon as it was over the clap started happening and there you were in my left ear this that's jerk. a hit <laughs> jerk, actually because yeah, right you were on the back side that was hilarious yeah. Yeah, like playing it again <laughs> but um, so recently you got some good news you recorded this song and it's been a single it's out there on yes. Spotify and all the places but you got some some really good news about it too tell me about yes, that yes yes so first off I, I would say the song wouldn't be without my buddy Troy Castellano um mm-hmm. It took two years to get in a room with him, but that's because he runs a nonprofit organization called Instruments for Education, um, where he donates instruments for kids that want to learn to play uh, in schools. But um, I would say that um, the success was quite exciting because we weren't expecting it at first. You know, it's it's a lot of things come and go in this town. Just when you think you've got something exciting, it falls through the cracks and the crevices. But bottom line, we were thankful God allowed this one. So what happened is. Uh, we had been. We had a friend of ours. His name is Scott, and he was a an editor assistant on this, um, or assistant editor, whatever you want to call it, to this uh, to the guy who did a bunch of Christopher Nolan Batman films. Oh, cool! And uh, he was out in L.A. and ever since day one, so I had gotten hired once to put guitar to one of his melodies, Neat. and that was very challenging because whenever he was singing it to me on a on a phone, he kept changing keys by half a step. <laughs> So it was very hard for my brain to go, ah, uh, uh. so I went in and just went with my gut and it seemed to work and he ended up recording with Troy on it. But anyway, so he heard the song, um, he had pre-ordered it and whatever and downloaded it through my friend, uh, Terrace, who introduced us and he literally shot me a text and said, oh my gosh, I absolutely love this song of yours. I mm-hmm. want to, he goes, I think we need to make it go viral. I want to help make it go viral. So he's the reason like it kind of got put over in the UK and on some radio stations there. I was very grateful and thankful that he pushed it. Well, then some time went by and, you know, we had been, I guess, kind of stagnant for a moment, just letting it run its course, whatnot, not really doing too much on just playing a lot, obviously, you know, mm-hmm. playing the heck out of it. It doesn't get old to me because it's still my favorite song to date. <laughs> and uh, I hope my other co-writers. It doesn't songs. get old to me either. Yeah, just, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, but bottom line, so we were, we got a call one day and he was like, you know, I would love to pitch this to, you know, TV and film. And I'm thinking in my head, I never expected this song to be what it is. Now, granted, it wouldn't be also what it is without my amazing team of producers, um, Jason, Jason Wyatt and Elliot Ditter. 
these guys. Um, Good team. Elliot Dieter, should I say. Um, great team. Yeah. They took that song and basically the, the demo that Troy and I did um, at his place, I took it to my producer and he said, bro, this is amazing. This needs to get out there. Yeah, and it was I nice agree. that he appreciated the creativity that we started and just elevated it. And it's just such a beautiful process. I got to be a part of it all. It was so amazing. I'm so thankful. I've been working with Jason for about three years now and and he never disappoints and uh, he never lets me not be a part of the creative process because he trusts my ears. So that's nice. But Very anyway, cool. so to the success part. So we were excited that we got put in a TV show recently. We got a, what they call a sync placement, right. which is where they put... We've talked about that on the show a yeah, lot. Yeah, so we, we uh, got, got an opportunity to pitch the song. Our friend pitched it, and it ended up going through all the, the ladders of, you know, the way up and everything like that, and it got through the production side, and last email we got, we put in our information, sent them all that they wanted, and said, okay, we'll get back to you shortly, and it seemed like that was back in, like, you know, March... You know, and I'm thinking in my head, oh, forever. It's now, yeah, yeah, May going into June, and I'm thinking we didn't get the placement. Well, praise God, we got nominated. Just like you know, it's like anything else, right? I like to tell people I thank God for the Grammy I have that yells at me every morning versus the one that sits and collects dust on the shelf. But it's clever, yeah. But anyway, so it's kind of that same thing. And finally, like literally last week, last Saturday or Friday, should I say, we got an email from them saying congratulations. Your song is going to be on a Hulu TV show. Awesome. Called Claws. Claws. We are super excited. It's like the uh, final episode, right? Yeah. 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 So it's it's not just a placement, it's a season finale. And it's. Now, did I see this is on TNT as well? Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. So it's going to be on that network, the TNT network, and it's also going to be available on Hulu. That's awesome. We can all watch for it. Yeah. 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 I've already caught up. I mean, you know. Are you? What's it about? What's the show about? It's about these ladies that own a nail salon. Uh Uh-huh. And they end up getting into like some money laundering and drugs, you know, and all that jazz, obviously. Breaking band of the... Yeah, basically. Uh, of the of nail females. industry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the female great. version of Breaking Bad. <laughs> I can't wait to see how they fit this song in. Yeah. Let's hear it, man. And, you know, I, I struggled with her to play the um, uh, the recorded version, but we're around the table. We're around the dining room table. And a, a lot of our shows have been Zoomed because of COVID and distance, but uh, you're here around the table and let's do it live, man. <laughs> right, People can man. download the other version right they can absolutely yeah, yeah. and uh, we, we appreciate them listening and uh, again cool. I'm so thankful for this song just in love on the podcast <laughs> I wanna take you to the top of the old town water tower I wanna Write our names where everyone can see I want to walk you to that old iron bridge Where I used to catch the biggest fish Maybe you and I could take a little midnight dip I want to take you by the hand Show you places you thought you'd never see I want to ask you for a dance Try the boys magazine sure with me If it makes you smile, makes you laugh Let's take it slow, make it last If it's something you think that you know that you're gonna Baby, I wanna pull you in close My hands on your hips while you're right here Wanna let you in on a little secret Whisper in your ear I wanna 
Show you what it is when we lock lips and I still kiss. Break down your walls, make you fall. Willing to risk it all. I wanna take you by the hand, show you places you thought you'd never see. I wanna ask you for a dance, try the boys, make you sure with me. If it makes you smile, makes you laugh, let's take it slow. Make it last if it's something you think that you know that you're gonna. Baby, I wanna Oh Well, I wanna Tell you that you're beautiful In more ways than the obvious Wanna say it loud To the biggest crowd A sold out audience I wanna Get down on one knee Look you in the eye With your hand in mine I wanna Question, no second guessing Girl, this time if I make you smile Make you laugh Promise you our love will last If it's something you think that you know That you're gonna Maybe I wanna Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Did I tell you it's a hit? It's a hit. Yeah, yeah no doubt about it. Thank you so much. Yeah. We're, we're mm. proud of that one. And you should man, be. the story behind that one, I mean, it was just, it was, can I, can I explain the story? Oh, you know, I was going to, that was going to be my next question. You know, mm. you talked a little bit about Troy Castellano. Yes. And he has, he does have that great organization. But we, we've talked about it in the past on this show as well. And I, I, in season two, we've got to get Troy on the show. Yes, you do. Absolutely. Uh, because his, great guy. what he does is amazing. He's got that music, uh, that instruments and education. Um, people donate old instruments and I've got a few that I can give him. Uh, and then they fix them up and they bring them into the schools for folks yeah. to, you know, and, and I think music needs to have more of a, a presence in in school today and and that's usually the first thing they cut it's a shame so i love what he's doing Mm -hmm. and he's a great songwriter too and performer in his own right so and he's a co-writer of i want so tell us how it all came together he is well also another thing about his instruments for education he recently had keith urban donate some guitars did he so that was really cool yeah wow i don't remember how many it was quite a few but yeah so that's exciting but um that's great so the way it came about and like i was you know like i tell everybody so obviously the song was actually inspired i was driving (laughs) i do water testing during the day that's my day job that's what pays my bills right now but anyway so i was driving down the road and i just had this i just had the thought of i wanna and i was thinking I want to what? Now, mind you, the whole thing started whenever I was at the Listen Room Cafe, and before we went on, there was this girl that I liked, and she was like maybe 30 feet across, and I call it, I called it, she she gave me, or she did what's called the Miley Cyrus moment, you know, where (laughs) it's all slow motion, and she turns, and her hair flips with the wind, it's all slow motion, and the guy gets captivated and just breathtaking by the image of it, and she smiled at me, and when she did... Oh, I about God. melted. And the very first thing that popped in my head was, I want to tell you that you're beautiful in more ways than the obvious. Wow. How can I do that the best way that I know how? And uh, so I, I was in the car, in the van driving, and all of a sudden I had a 
literally my the only thing that I had when I got to Troy and brought it to Troy was I wanna take you by the hand, show you places you thought you'd never see. I wanna ask you for a dance, try the boys mac and you with me. That's all I had. Mm. So Troy came in and brought a lot of like the memory furniture, all the pictures, you know, a lot of stuff in the first verse was Water all Water Tower and yep. the fish and Iron Bridge, absolutely. Iron Bridge, yeah. and, and and I loved that. And then, you know, in an emo- emotional moment um, I brought in a lot of the moments from the second verse, and we were just literally hashing it out. And we had already been in the studio for a couple of hours working on the first song that we wrote together called Bad Date, Good Time, for his Project 52 thing that he was doing on YouTube. And so we finished that, and I was like, I just want to throw this at you. And he goes, well, absolutely. You know, we can't we can't leave with, until that's done. Mm-hmm. So we started running it and writing it, and it took us maybe about an hour and 15, hour and a half to really just nail it. Wow. And, that's uh, fast for a song. Yeah, well, it was just a perfect, it was just a great collaboration, yeah. you know, because like I was throwing sometimes. out things, whether it made sense or not, and he would say it, and it would make more sense because he's smarter. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just a great collaboration. But the bridge was one of my favorite parts whenever we were thinking about it. I told him, I said, the song was birthed because of this idea. And so I just said that line. I want to tell you that you're beautiful in more ways than the obvious. And then he said, I, I, want, to, I want to shout it out. I want to sing it loud. I want to, I want to sell out it. From, I want to shout it from the rooftops. He's just like kind of worshiping in a yeah, sense. And then yeah. he goes, I want to shout it in from a, a crowd, a live, an audience. I want to shout it out from a sold-out audience. And it was like... Bam! Wow. That was it, man. And just the rest of it was clockwork after yeah. that. It was a sold-out audience probably yeah. at the listening room. It was, When yeah. you got that look. I did, yeah. So it just it fit perfect, didn't it? Yeah. It did. It, it fit there. And one of the most moving moments was whenever we got to perform at a sold-out show for the Bluebird Cafe. Yeah. I was there. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Very good. It was very awesome. Really great performance. And playing at the Bluebird is always something special. Absolutely. Yeah. That was, that was my... Uh, my second time. So Billy Lee gave me my first opportunity, and I'm so and mine too. That. Yeah, and I am very grateful too. Yeah. yeah, there's just nothing like playing in front of that audience, no, is there? I yeah. agree. And yeah. you killed it, boy. You did. Let me Thank tell you, you, man. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about you. You're from uh, Waco, right? Is yes, that where sir. you were prior to Nashville? Is that where you grew up? Yes, sir. I grew up in Waco, Texas, um, and then you know, around I think middle school, like we had been to, going to private Christian school all our lives. So right outside of Waco, a little bit north, mm-hmm. is a place called Hillsboro, Texas. So we were there for the longest time for most of our school years. Um, and I was playing sports and stuff like that. And I had already been kind of playing drums around 11 years old. Wow. Me so- and my sister were still singing, you know, from five years old. I taught her to harmonize when she was six, my older sister, Crystal. Wow. Um, and so I just, music had been running through us the whole time. But then when I started playing basketball, it was like, I was like, Eh, I don't want to do music for a moment. Mm. Well, then I got a drum set, and that changed all over again. I was like, <laughs> so oh, drums your first man. instrument then? Yes. Yeah, it was. Okay. Yes, I was able to, thankfully, take my memory from the Bible verses, and someone taught me a few little things on a snare pad, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay. And then I watched the pastor's son and studied him, and mm-hmm. when he hit beats, when he would hit the snare, when he would hit the hi-hat and the toms. But the thing that was frustrating about it was... Whenever I had melodies hit me, the only thing I knew how to play was the, the was the drums. I was like, doom, doom, doom. <laughs> so I was like, I've got to get some guitar in me. So my dad was a great guitar player for the youth worship team and the praise band. Um, and so he showed me a couple of chords and, 
you know, the rest kind of became history. So I've been, my music's been running my blood ever since. You're a good player. Did you take lessons as well? Or? I did. I went to college out in, um, at MCC, McLennan Community College in Waco, Texas. I didn't go Where to they Baylor. had a music program, right? Didn't they you? did, yeah. Their actual program was called Commercial Music Performance. Isn't that something? So it taught me how to think commercially viable thoughts and melodies. So I'd like to yeah. take that class. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was awesome. I mean, it was two years. And yeah. After I got through doing that, you know, I was going to go to a four-year program, mm-hmm. turn into a university uh, in North Texas in Dallas. And uh, my, my professor said, no, Justin, you just need to move to Nashville and network. Well, that was good advice. Yeah. Wow. So, and mind you, whenever I had first, whenever I was first doing music, I had been doing it centered around Christian genre. Just a diff- a bunch of different styles. I had pop or reggae Christian songs. I had country western Christian songs. You know, so country gospels, what, what they would call it. So got to be versatile. All kinds of yeah, Christian rock. So I mean, yeah. I had all that stuff. Um, it's good. But uh, then whenever I moved to Nashville, a lot of stuff changed. I bet it did. <laughs> Do you remember the first song you wrote in Nashville? Yes, uh-huh. my very first song in Nashville was called "Baby I Still Do." Baby well, I Still Do. Actually, that's not true. That was my first country song, if that's what we're talking about. Oh, okay. About. But that's because I was involved with a sugar baby, which I would say it's off the record, but obviously it's on the record. A so, sugar baby? Oh, yeah. No. Tell me more about that. Oh, Lord have mercy. So, um, like I was telling Casey, her eyes got real big, like, oh my gosh. So, um, I had this fascination of finding out if there was a connection with someone I didn't know at all. So I got into the online dating, but actually before the online dating, I was just going through social networks mm-hmm. and I saw Facebook. Obviously, I downloaded <laughs> Facebook. I was already on it. But then three down was this other one. I'm not even going to mention the name because I don't even think it exists anymore or so whatever. But I met this woman on there. We'll say, uh, what, was the, what was the old one? Uh, MySpace? <laughs> MySpace. Definitely like a MySpace, like a MySpace. in reality. So. Yeah, okay. But uh, anyway, so I met this woman at Belcourt Taps. Huh, nice so place to my history of this town and everything revolves around <laughs> that place and meeting her. And mind you, I still have my purity ring on and stuff like that. And obviously, I'm not ashamed of my story at this point. It's never too late to start again. But mm-hmm. I met her and she thought I was lying whenever I said, well, uh, I'm not married, you know, because I had my ring on. And she's like, well, well, what is that? I said, it's my purity ring and her jaw dropped. Now, mind you, I, I am a... I guess I'm not familiar with that either. What is, what is a purity ring? A purity ring is like basically, you know, choosing to, uh, you know, abstinence. Okay. Yeah. You know, for gotcha. the right one, for marriage, whatever you want to call it. You know, one of the, one of the three. Okay. And uh, obviously, you know, I went down a dark path for a moment like most people do, you know, whenever they're getting, you know, ridiculous and rebellious. But thankful, you know, God had mercy on me and, you know, he, he forgives me enough to where he gives me an opportunity, another chance, and I was still able to do my music. But So I was involved with her for a hot second and a half, and that was when I wrote my first country song. Because Was um, it about a woman? It was called Baby I Still Do, Baby actually. Still so go. it was, uh, and uh, I never recorded it because it just wasn't my wheelhouse yeah. in the grand scheme of things. It was just, yeah. my first song I wrote as a kid wasn't worth recording. Why would I... I would have my first country song. So I got you. Yeah. Well, we want you to do another song. Now, you've got a new single coming out in uh, July. So this is the end of June right now. So probably, what, month away? A little less yeah, than a month yeah. away? So we've got, we've got, first and foremost, on Father's Day, we've got a song coming out. Oh, good. In honor of my dad. Oh, that's and good. I would totally play that one for you, but uh-huh. I'm surprising him. Uh-huh. So I'm not going to play it Let's- yet because he'll listen to this. Let's skip over that one then. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. This comes out when? Uh, June 29th, so it's past Father's Day. Now. Oh, it does? Yeah, so. Oh, 
Well, well, maybe you could. I think I think I'm going to change change wheelhouses. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> well, if you would, I'd love to hear it. Okay, yeah, why not, Dadgum? Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> I wrote this with actually Troy Castellano, our oh, good buddy John Cirillo. Oh, John Cirillo. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And my my drummer and friend Cody Kelly. Cool. Yeah. It's called Man in My Rearview. I was always buckled up in the back seat. Couple of crazy sisters on both sides of me. Mama up front sitting to the right, cause daddy he sure loved to drive. Taking every back dirt road he could see. Yeah, he crank up all those Diamond Rio songs. A little out of tune, but how he loved to sing along. And he get lost on purpose every time, just to see what adventures we could find. But somehow, we'd always make it home. My memories are like looking in the mirror, reflecting every yesterday, still crystal clear. And the movie playing in my mind That man is so much bigger than life Superhero strong in faith and love And I don't know how I'd ever live up to The man in my rear view (laughs) Nice When I was 17 I was ready to hit the road Cause my old man's preaching sure was getting old Then I turned 18 and hit the gas With no intentions of looking back But he was holding on while I was letting go My memories are like looking in a mirror Reflecting every yesterday still crystal clear And the movie playing in my mind That man is so much bigger than life Superhero strong in faith and love But I never thought I'd want to turn into That man in my rear view Just like the miles, the years go flying by And I come back home whenever I find the time I put my dad through hell back then But somehow we became best friends And when I pull away It's so hard for me to say goodbye My memories are like looking in a mirror Reflecting every yesterday still crystal clear And the movie playing in my mind That man is so much bigger than life Superhero strong in faith and love 
It was more than enough to get me through And if I'm lucky This old boy will turn into That man in my rear view That's some kind of song, my friend. Thank you, man. Very good songwriting. Yeah. Justin Love is the guest on the Songwriter Connection podcast. Justin, um, that one's out there on Spotify now, too, and all the places where you get music? No, that one's no. not out there yet. It's actually out it's, it's available for pre-save. It's coming out Free. Father's Day. Well, well, and we're this is releasing on the 29th. So, oh, that's right. So, so sorry, by now, I keep it's, on my it's out there. It's all right. It's I just confused. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So we can get it. And I, I'm thankful for so it. So look for Justin Love. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I, I have to tell you... Um, now, this is Justin Love from New Jersey, uh-huh. who's also an artist, uh, not in the genre. Right. So make sure when you're when you're Googling Justin, and I, I, I really encourage you to do it. He's got a lot of videos and things to watch, and you can get into his music. Uh, I always put Nashville Songwriter after Justin Love, and that's how I find you. So You can do that. Um, uh, what I usually encourage people to do if they want to find me straight up, it's mm-hmm. justinlovemusic.com. That's easier to remember, huh? Yeah. Justinlovemusic.com. Yeah, I was on that earlier today, so <laughs> got some good stuff on there so please check it out yeah absolutely thank you man very cool very good song thank yeah. you buddy yeah you thank know. you i was i was thankful in, in that that my my buddies you know the guys that i wrote this with they all appreciated it so much like like uh one of them said that you know if i could even imagine ever having a dad like that because they didn't have a, a good one so mm. if i could ever imagine it, it'd be the one we pictured the one we painted in mm. this specific song it's amazing wow. you know it resonated with all of them and I'm so thankful, and uh, my dad is my hero, definitely. I love it. Very cool. Mine, too, so good to hear that. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's great. Now, you've got another new song coming out. We were uh, hinting about that before. This is called Wilder. Yeah, And so this one will be out, like, very soon, right? This one will be out uh, towards, I think it's July 23rd. So they can pre-save it now. Um, Yes, they can pre-save it now. Okay. You know what? Well, I got you. Explain that pre. We always see that on the socials. Pre-save my single now. What is that? What does that mean? And what does that do for you as an artist? Um, well, fascinating enough, um, it's not really pre-saves that do a lot. I mean, if anything, the pre-save just literally tells you that okay, you're going to make this available, and once it, as soon as it comes out, you get the notification that it's out. Okay. Whereas it's a so little bit, it. it's a little bit more exciting versus a pre-order. So a pre-order, they have downloaded it. Uh-huh. So they've already purchased it, and as soon as it as soon as it comes out, it downloads automatically into the library. Oh, okay. so that's a little bit more of a, of a push of it where I normally like to go. Um, but pre-saves are nice, you know. If we get enough of them, you just can't you can't tell if someone actually is listening to the song or not off of a pre-save. Gotcha. So it's a stream, mm-hmm. whereas someone pre-orders it. Then they've already purchased it, so you know it's going to go directly into the library the day of. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Good distinction. Thanks for clearing that up. Yeah, absolutely. I just found that out recently myself, so <laughs> live I and no learn. no clue. Yeah, live <laughs> and learn. It's learned so much on this show. Tell us about the song Wilder. Oh, man. So it was my first Zoom write. Okay. Right. And it was, I call them my golden guys, uh, you know, because there's a golden girls already, so I'm <laughs> But I should call them my platinum boys, but anyway, so it was... Troy Castellano, who I wrote I Wanna With. Great guy. And John Cirillo, who was a co-writer on my song, went looking for me. Mm-hmm. John Cirillo brought this idea. He said he had been holding on to it for like two plus years. And he just started spitting out these lines. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, ooh, 
<laughs> this is nice. I want a piece of that. I, huh? I, I, I want to jump in on this. And there wasn't really much of a groove or a melody sense yet. So <clears throat> I grabbed my guitar and I started going to town. And like I told Casey and like I tell everybody, ever since day one of whenever we were writing it, I thought I always thought something sort of Jason Aldini. Yeah. Right. And mm. I can't wait for people to hear it because... The production is like Jason Aldean on steroids. No kidding. Oh man, it's 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 amazing. My producer never disappoint. Jason Wyatt was like, "Oh, let's just make this thing scream." Mm. So, and uh, Elliot, my other co-producer, his uh, his coined phrase is, "Dude, this track is freaking smoking." Man. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, let me, sm- buddy, smoke it out for us right now, brother. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear it. Got to hear this song. Yeah, man, it's a it's a great one. I'm proud of it. I'm excited about it. She's a twister searching for a trailer park Kerosene waiting for a little spark An arrow aiming for a beating heart She's an alibi looking for a 3am Stiletto heels with the wicked grin When you bet on her, you better go all in She is who she is and she's what I want She's danger Like a sinner on Sunday Crazier than a rodeo queen Can't tame her Mustang running Everything I want her to be She's freer Than a Montana skylight Long hair blowing on midnight ride The best way I found To describe her She's wilder She's a sweet dream wrapped in a double dare An exit sign saying anywhere The way she loves a man it just ain't fair She's a book that don't seem to match the cover Soft as rain and hard as thunder No one knows her like I know her let me tell you, brother, she's danger Like a sinner on Sunday Crazier than a rodeo queen can't tame her Mustang running everything I want her to be Yeah, she's freer than a Montana skylight Long hair blowing on a midnight ride The best way I've found to describe her She's wilder She's wilder She is who she is And she's all I want She's danger Like a sinner on Sunday Crazier than a rodeo queen Can't tame her Mustang running She's freer than a Montana skylight Long hair blowing on a midnight ride The best way I've found to describe her Yeah, the best way I've found to describe her She's wilder She's wilder
Justin Love is our guest. This is the Songwriter Connection podcast. I cannot wait to add that to my favorites on Spotify. Coming <laughs> out you, next man. month. Look for it. Yes. I think I just might have a new favorite Justin Love song. Oh, really? Yeah. You need to hear the recorded version. I'll shoot you the recorded version. I'll give you an exclusive oh, on it. Yeah, I got, I got to hear that. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you know, we in songwriting, I always have learned, and and I've heard this from other people, but I think the most important line in a song is the line just before the hook. And that song that you just sang illustrates that uh, so much. Yeah. And, and it's and it not only does it uh, push the hook, um, but it's it's a rhyme that you wouldn't normally think would work. You know, right. the best way to describe her. She's wilder. It's not a perfect rhyme, but yeah. it works perfectly. No, absolutely. And, and I was thankful that, that that's actually my line that described her. Is I was it? like, describe wow. her, you know? Yeah. That's a good line. And, 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 and John goes, oh, oh, that's a John Cirillo. He's just, he, he writes like a worship artist. So he, yeah. he closes his eyes <laughs> and he gets in his head and goes, stop, 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 stop. No, no, stop, 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 stop. And he writes it down. Oh, I don't like it. Stop, stop. It's so funny. You know, but it's, I'm going to have to write with this guy. Oh, it's amazing. we got to get him yeah. on the show. We definitely do. Yeah, yeah. He's great. <laughs> so, <him>. Wow. <laughs> That's great. What a great line. Thank yeah. you, man. Describer. She's a wilder. Yeah. yeah. We're thankful he let me. I'm, I'm thankful he let me join that hook. Man, I love this song. I'm so excited. Can't wait for everybody to hear it. Oh, can't wait to hear it, Especially this production that you're talking about. There. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah sign that to me. Yeah. <laughs> Shh, don't make I'll, anybody else feel I, like they're left out. I promise I won't. <laughs> I won't share it or anything. Yeah. Very cool. (laughs) So what else you got coming up this summer, man? We are back in the studio. Well, I know a couple of things. Yeah. Uh, Doing some research. You're going to play the Smoky Mountain Fest, right? Um, In Gatlinburg? No, no, no. I'm actually playing the, uh, not not the Smoky Mountain. Muscle Shoals? Muscle Shoals. Muscle Shoals Songwriter Festival. Yeah. Now that's that's cool. I'm excited about it. Yeah. And uh, it's all all because of, you know, my, my... Connections and just people that have been noticing what I've been doing and said, I think you should be there. Wow. You know, and, you know, it's, I'm just thankful that I get to be part of it. You know, we all, we all, you know, submit our songs and hope right. and pray that we get picked. And yeah. thankfully I got picked. So it's nice. Yeah. And last year, uh, we, we submitted last year and then COVID and they canceled oh, yeah, it. I know, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then they sent an email going, well, we'll still consider you for the year, uh, you know, next year. <laughs> So that's coming up in September, is it? November. November. Yeah. So, and Muscle Shoals, if you've never been, oh, man. Oh, man, yeah, the history. Have you been? Oh, Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. you got to visit the studios and everything. And uh, Uh my favorite, my favorite, my favorite thing down that way to just walk into and embrace the greatness and the moment and just the vibe and the energy. You can feel it. Is fame. Fame Studios. Fame Studios. Yeah, you just feel it when you walk in. Oh, man. Yes, and it's not a heavy burden. It's a very light burden, but it's just so heavy, exciting. And then you also got to visit the studio where the Swampers went and made their own studio. There's so many classic records and the Skinner records. Yeah, I haven't been to that one yet. Oh, that one. Put that on the list when you go. All right, I will. There's so many great stories in there. (laughs) Bob Seger and uh, uh, Paul Simon. And uh, they'll tell you all the wonderful stories. Linda Ronstadt and how all the Swampers fell in love with her, you know, Um, and the Stones. You know, right. yeah. So, uh, awesome. gr- great history there, I and you're going to enjoy that, that festival. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a great place to visit. So, yeah. yeah. Hey, we need another song at least. You know. <laughs> so, uh, what do you want to do for us, man? Uh, so, I was talking to a friend of mine uh, a couple weeks ago, and I literally sometimes go on a, a whim, and she, you know, she was 
I put a little clip on Instagram of this song that I wrote with Mark Roma and Corley Barker called Everything We Got. Wow. Right. I'm writing with Mark here this month. So. Yeah, yeah. And and one of the first opening lines is, you ain't ever been the gambling type betting odds on a good man like me. Mm. And so apparently my little clip resonated with this person so much that they were uh, they were in public crying. So oh they asked God. me, they says, uh, have you finished this song? And I was like, mm. yeah. And they said... Could you send it to me? And I was like, okay, sure. I ain't heard from this person in a hot second and a half, but they keep up with my, you know, my Instagram and my social medias, and they're busy traveling, and you know, I think it's uh, some some kind of nurse. So huh? <laughs> she's some kind of nurse. But anyway, so uh, I'll do this song. You gonna make us cry? Uh, is what you're gonna do? Right? What's that? You gonna make us cry? Is that what you're gonna do? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna make. I, if people decide to listen to this and actually go there, it was written from a moment of pain, obviously. You know, being led on. But the grand scheme of things, nah, I don't think it's going to make people cry. It doesn't make right. me cry. Just Not me either. I, I have like to bring myself stuff. to that place of pain when I sing it. <laughs> How else to make someone feel it if you don't feel it? <laughs> exactly. What's this one called? Everything We Got. Everything We Got. Yeah. Which, I haven't played in hot sex. This is going to be fun, Dakum. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about this song. Nods on a good man like me, keeping cards in your hand feel right. It's all in was a little bit too deep. Cause someone who was a friend in the end turned into much more than what a friend would be. Seems impossible to think something like this could happen to us. Can't be coincidence I say love is how we feel but taking risk is worth the chance see where it goes see where it leads waiting down this road could be you and me oh baby we'd be crazy not to take a shot and give everything we got I've been counting on a queen of hearts Dealt hands I can never win And it's only gonna take one card Might lose, but with you I'm going all in Cause someone who was a friend Can't pretend just friends It's all we thought we'd ever be Well, I'm starting to believe that Something like this could happen to us Can't be coincidence I say love is how we feel, but taking risk is worth the chance. See where it goes, see where it leads. Waiting down this road could be you and me. Oh, baby, we'd be crazy not to take a shot and give everything we got. Impossible to think, but I'm starting to believe. Yeah, I'm starting to believe something like this could happen to us. Can't be coincidence. 
not saying love is how we feel, but taking risk is worth the chance. See where it goes, see where it leads. Waiting down this road could be you and me. Oh, baby, we'd be crazy not to take a shot. Come on, baby, we'd be crazy not to take a shot and give everything we Just in love, and he's giving it everything he's got, that's for sure. <laughs> Justin, I know you're very busy, and you do keep a busy schedule with songwriting, your job, and uh, getting out there and playing all the time. But I'm so yes. proud of the work you're doing and the success you're having, Thank and you I so can much, certainly Dave. understand why. And I got I got a feeling big things happen for you. Uh, eight years into a 10-year town, as they say, you're right there on the cusp, and I always enjoy watching you. Folks, if you're coming into Nashville, if you don't live here, uh, look at the songwriter rounds, you know. They're out there on the socials. Look for Justin Love. And uh, if you if, if you happen to be in town where he's playing, and I bet you will be, you got to check him out. You will enjoy it. He is the entire package. He can write, he can play, he can sing, oh. and uh, plays more than one instrument, too. So <laughs> he's just an all-around great guy. Thank so. you so much, Dave. It's been, it's been a pleasure being here, and, uh, and thank you for having me on your podcast. I can't wait, you know, to find out what people think about it, you know, and... Uh, Again, you know, I'm, I'm just thankful that I'm still able to be here kicking and screaming and wiggling <laughs> my feet, so to speak, uh, when people see me live. And uh, yeah. just being able to give off that energy and people resonating with it and still being in this town, it's just a blessing. You do give off the energy from, uh, I tell you, you really do. So, Thank you. Thank yeah, you, you can feel it in the room when you play. So check him out, Justin Love Music. On uh, dot com, yes, sir. Uh, you can find them there. All the socials, Facebook and Instagram, uh, and you know, and Spotify, and all those places you get music. So, Justin Love, our guest, and that's it for season one. Thank you for making it possible, and I look forward to joining you real soon. Season two coming up uh, later on this year on the Songwriter Connection. Thank you so much, Talia. Thank you for listening to the Songwriter Connection podcast. Find us on social media at Songwriter Connection. Also, listen to Dave Linehan's Nashville Connection radio show. It streams live every Friday morning on WOBL and WNOI. Look for us on Facebook and YouTube. See you next time on Songwriter Connection. Songwriter Connection.